did it. Da, da, da. Oh, going are you recording? Yes. Yeah, of course we are. Da, 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 da. to Everwood, Never Wouldn't, mm. podcast where I, Adam Lover, make my friends. Eric and. Oh, I was going to say and KT. That's really going to mess me up now. Oh, God, we're never going to get this right. <laughs> Watch and discuss with me season one of the hit early 2000s WB teen slash family drama, Everwood. Tonight's episode... Season 1, Episode 9, Turf Wars. Originally broadcast on the WB on November 11th, oh. 2002. That's so we close to today. It will be. 20 minutes from November 11th, okay. 2020. How about that? How about that? In this episode. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided to start reading the episode summaries from the DVD packet. Little booklet thing from the. You don't have the Blu-ray. <laughs> I don't think I have everyone on Blu-ray. This is the, the first line of the official episode summary for episode nine, Turf Wars. Relatives and other natural calamities! <laughs> Exclamation point. Wait, Which is that better? it? No, that's no, the. That's first the no. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> I just, I just, I just. It's so weird. Relatives and other natural calamities. Yeah. But really, there aren't. Any natural nope. calamities. Right. <laughs> no yeah. All right. Relatives and other natural calamities. Ephraim and Delia's grandparents arrive unannounced, bringing unwelcome advice for Andy and undesired support for Ephraim's hope of returning to New York. Spoiler alert. Oh, they've got scene titles. Scene one, in-laws. Credits. Scene two, Edna versus Nani. Scene three, competitive bonding. Scene four, busted. Mm. Scene five, fathers and sons, men and credits. Interesting, interesting, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. What did we think about Turf Wars? Man, I'm. I really want to see the next episode because that really got like it's kind of a cliffhanger. It's really yeah. gripping. Fuck I you, think. Amy. <laughs> 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 fuck you Amy. yes 100 i mean yeah, yes yeah, are you kidding on. first Ephraim of all and andy we're fucking making some progress wait did you say andy yeah Ephraim and andy wait, right amy got in the way of that yes wait amy got in the way how did, of how did she, how oh did yes she because yes because she fucking played with him first of all she said move on then the next day she was like hey what's up and he's like move on and she's like oh wait it wasn't she wasn't even drunk or anything right like it didn't imply that, that she motivated 
Yes. For him to want him to go to New York. Absolutely. 1,000%. Yes, because he asked wow. him what he wanted, and he before what he had wanted was her, and now she's like, and now he's like, I, you know, I don't want to be here. I want to be in New York. Yeah. You know what? For all the times that I've like watched this show and watched this episode, I don't think I've ever actually made that kind of connection, which makes total sense. It seems very obvious to me now that you say it. Yeah, like if you if you hadn't had that motivation, it would have I would have been super critical of it because it would have been going back to yeah. all my complaints the about him before. before. Yeah. Like he was not a jerk at all. He was right. worried about his dad with mm-hmm. the anniversary. Even gave him a gift that he mm-hmm. thought of and did all on his own. Like they were like. I mean, he's mad because his dad does make a bad parenting decision, at least in terms of not thing. even talking to him. Correct. Yeah. I understand that that's part of it. But the major component is that Amy is like, I'm a jerk. And then the next day is like, hey, it's all good. And he's like, well, I'm tired of this push and pull. Like, this is so... In defense of Amy, though. Oh, she's like, going through a shitload, sure. Like, I like don't Ephraim, care. No, he's saying, <laughs> like, totally misplayed. Like, yeah, first yeah, of yeah, all, yeah. first of all, let's get out of the way here that Chris Pratt sucks, but it's yes. kind of nice that Bright was mm-hmm. like, you can make my sister happy. Please yeah. be at this party. I got to talk to you about something. Oh, you got the results back from your IQ test? You failed? It's about Amy. You gotta come to Sean's party tonight. It's up at the canyon. Yeah, forget about it, all right? I already know she's not gonna be there. You don't know anything. She's on her way back from the hospital right now. Colin's folks don't want her hanging out there, and she's, like, completely depressed. Well, what do you mean? Why don't they want her there? She's stressing everybody out. Colin doesn't even remember who anyone is anyways. What do you mean he doesn't remember? You might echo or something? Look, I'm telling you, it's bad. So I'm taking her to the party tonight, and you're gonna be there to cheer her up. Why would me being there cheer her up? Believe me, I don't get it any more than you do. For some reason, it seems like you're the only one that can make my sister smile. Yeah, how do you even know she'll come? Don't worry. I'll get her there. You just show up on time. Like, that was a nice Mm -hmm. moment of bright looking out for for his Mm -hmm. sister. Dressed as a condom. Um, (laughs) Dressed as a condom. Yeah, what did Devin say? I didn't know you moonlit as a condom. Yeah. Because of his rubber pants or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but so Ephraim totally misplayed his like hand in terms of well, it's not a hand. That sounds like shitty and manipulative. Yeah. But like in terms of like being the supportive friend, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he basically just said to her exactly what Colin's mom told her. Like right. Move take on, a break, take step a break. Back. And so like he just like that was just a bad yep. move on his part to like mm-hmm. to be so kind of like weirdly talky and in the wrong way saying the wrong things so how are you really i'm great good because you know i heard call yeah he's not doing that well actually he's doing amazing well because you know i mean I, it can take a, a long time fully recuperate especially from a head trauma like this and how would you know Ephraim? have you ever known anybody in a coma before no, I, I asked my dad. You know, I, I know progress can be slow. Sometimes it's even harder on the person who's waiting for the person. Why are you telling me this, Ephraim? I didn't ask you to. No, I, I just, I see you so stressed out all the time. I just, I just want to help. You can't. Look, I'm sure you're fine, baby. Okay, but I just think maybe you should take a break. You know, wait till he's back to school. Try and move on a little bit. You know what, Ephraim? Maybe you should move on. Is it really, can I, can I ask, like, am I completely misinterpreting this? Like, 
you're saying that it was jerky of him to say maybe you just need to back off a little bit. No, not like, jerky, not no. jerky. Just, no? just, just, just like missed time. Yeah, like, like not that's not what hear. she. Oh, okay, so it, he wasn't being a bad friend. He was not just, necessarily just a because I didn't get the bad friend vibe, but also he always he has that undercurrent of I want this girl, so that's always a little sure. to me like. You know. But the his choice of words okay. and the fact that they just kissed like pretty recently. And yeah, he Which knows she's weird. going through yeah, this. He's like, maybe this. you should like move on and like. Yeah, you're live right. your life. I've, yeah, you're right. I forgot about the I forgot about the kiss. Yeah, that's the kiss. very relevant. Mm, yeah, yeah. Everything. The oh. silver mine so, smooch. <laughs> silver mine smooch. That's gonna be my next okay Cupid username. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know um, why. So, okay. Yes, Ever Made Me Stuff. We'll come back to that. Yeah. Big headline here for this episode is guest starring Mel Brooks as, <laughs> as Andy's mother and father-in-law. Mother and father-in-law. <laughs> mother and father-in-law. <laughs> They're both New York Jews. Oh, yeah. have been played by. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, they show up unannounced. They are cooking breakfast. Nani! Oh, Julia, oh my baby. Did we wake you? Jacob, I told you to stop slamming the plates down so hard. If I slammed the plates, they would be broken. Gorgeous girl! Jacob, Ruth, huh? How did you get here? I, I would have given you a ride. Oh, 5.30 in the morning? We rented a car. I thought we'd take a shuttle, but they don't have any. Did you know that? No idea. Well, it's true. You don't lock your doors either. We noticed. Must be very safe here. I thought it was. Ephraim, honey, how many pieces of French toast do you want? Uh, two. Two? You're wasting your way to nothing. Have four. Andy, sit down. I'll get you some juice. No, that's okay. I got it. Oh, sit down, sit down. You look like hell. Okay, then. But the beard, the beard. Oh, my God. It's just like me. <laughs> I thought Ephraim was kidding when he telephoned. I can't believe you guys are here. <laughs> me either. Me either. This is the best surprise. Oh. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> Ugh, how inappropriate. Oh, really? yeah. Yes. <laughs> don't go into someone's house I agree. when they don't even know you're in the city. I agree. And you know, you know that I have a very historical, interesting thing, relationship with in-laws. I won't go into it in case they ever listen. <laughs> But like, so, right? I know, right? To Hopefully episode never. eight or um, nine or whatever right. this is. But like, the fact is, like, you. I feel like your reaction comes from my reaction of things that your parents have done before. Mm. In my opinion, if you died mm. and they came to fucking help, I looked at all those scenes and I get it. I get that they were very intrusive. They were there. We don't like people. We don't want people in our space. But in this situation, these people genuinely, I felt the acting at least and the writing of the scene, it felt like Andy was very 
um, reactionary. Like he was, he was, you know, he had a history there. He was Mm -hmm. very expecting everything to be bad, but I was trying to watch it as somebody who's not related there. And they were genuinely, they're like, my daughter died. Mm -hmm. I'm coming here to help. I've brought bagels. I've brought breakfast. I'm doing these things to help you. And I get it. In-laws can be fucked because you perceive it as like, why? Well, I can do that. I can, I get it. I get it. You know, I get it. But like, they are trying to help. Mm-hmm. Those people, mm-hmm. I think, in my opinion, those characters were trying to help. 100%. Yeah. And, and, here, and here's the thing. It, it, it would have been very easy to have this episode be that like, oh, look at Andy's in-laws. They're, they're bad guys. Yes, yeah. absolutely. And like, here's the thing is that like, you, like if you like, I don't think that they are bad people. I don't think they're villains. No. I, think that, no. I mean, there's the one moment that I really liked where... It, they it, the, the episode makes a point of having Jacob, Andy's father-in-law, tell Ephraim like, "Hey, don't talk to your father like that." Yeah. Like, like, and and even when it's just him and Ephraim, like, you know, in the grocery store, then like after he was like caught at the party, like, you know, he's not just coddling Ephraim. Like, he's he's telling him like, "No, your dad is right. Like, that was a childish thing right. yep. for you to do." And I think they wrote that really, really, really well because mm-hmm. all of those good things are overshadowed by the fact that they are the in-laws and Andy is doing the best he fucking can. And as somebody who has been raising little kids, when any, not even just in-laws, like my own mom or whatever, somebody coming in and commenting on anything is super like, like, how dare mm-hmm. you? Like, even if, not even commenting on what you've done, but mm-hmm. like, just commenting on what exists like it's mm-hmm. it's just it's so yeah. like you're so worried about the criticism mm-hmm. and and i feel like they wrote that so beautifully he was already all they made sure we knew he did not like mm-hmm. their arrival like yep. 50 times it. yes he says that, like in that first scene like they they must have directed andy to like really overact because they were <laughs> right. really playing up like you know the line of like Oh, the doors are unlocked. It must be very safe here. And he was, was like, I, I thought, thought it was. was. Yes. And this, it's just so, it was so and just silly. his big toothy grin at the end. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. so excited to have you here too. It was so <laughs> overacted that I really genuinely thought these people were going to be completely obnoxious. And that's why I was really trying to look at them. Like, are they being obnoxious or are, is he doing the thing where when you're the, you're the in-law, the younger in-law, you just feel like it's an attack on your parenting or whatever it is. And but still, yeah, you go into someone's house at what six in the morning, right? They don't even know you're there. <laughs> and start, that's you would go downstairs with a baseball bat, like I would. That's an intrusion. You would cinnamon, cinnamon, cinnamon. Yes, and that, take, because of the cinnamon, you take. Yes. Uh huh. <laughs> It's the cinnamon killers. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Adam, um, I love you. Do not come to my house and start cooking breakfast in the morning and walk in the door. Do not do it. Do not do do it. I, I kind of, I pride myself on being the type of person that could totally like show up drunk to people's houses unannounced and make me feel. Also, I love the (laughs) idea that at some point in my life, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to smell something cooking and Adam's going to be in my kitchen. I will laugh probably until I die. Yes. We will do that. (laughs) Speaking of dying. Uh, uh, Till death to us part. (laughs) That was the last episode. This episode is Turf Wars. Um, 
I forget the grandmother's name. Nani. 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 She gets Delia like a dress or something, and mm-hmm. is like, "Isn't it just to die?" Look at all and these Delia's, weapons. Delia's delivery of, "Uh huh." Yes. Is really. Good. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, this wasn't on sale, but I couldn't resist. Look at all the ribbons. Isn't it just to die? Hmm? Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh-huh. Um, Andy tries to get Ephraim to be in his best behavior. He says, you know how you typically behave? <laughs> Ephraim's like distant and miserable. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, do the opposite. <laughs> I think it's so such funny self-awareness for, mm-hmm. for Ephraim. Like he knows the shtick that he's doing. It's funny too. I I, I predicted the opposite of what he was going to tell him. I thought he was going to tell him to keep it up so that they would go away. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, he's very concerned. He, he takes all the cleaning supplies to his office and tells Edna we get all the story about the Hoffmans and his father-in-law is a, is apparently also a very successful doctor, but he was like able to do the successful doctor thing and be not around miss a birthday so he's mm-hmm. like super dad um there's no way he would bring that dust spray stuff though well he <laughs> that did, was unrealistic he? no he would not have that was the prof <laughs> supervisor that put that in that bag <laughs> not <Yeah>. andy brown <laughs> is it the same do you think the same prop person as potato peels they wouldn't change it for the episode, would they? Let's take a look. Prop Master. To search. Yeah, Michelle Fairbank and Ian Roiland again. Set dresser. Gang. I still love the gang boss. Gang boss. <laughs> Turf Wars. <laughs> Turf Wars gang boss. That's great. Um, Can I say that at the fishing tournament, there were like a thousand fishermen within five uh-huh. feet of each other? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoever staged fishing, this, even. yes, forever, whoever staged this has never gone fly fishing and also was like, how many fishermen can we fit in the back of this shot? All right, 50 of you, go! I was like, what is It's that? a tournament! <laughs> It's the fly fest. That's the whole point Nobody of the fly fest. That's not how fishing works. Everybody gets in their way. Each other's way in a fly fest. Oh, so um, I love I love when when Andy and his father-in-law and Ephraim are walking out to go to the to go fly fishing. Yeah. And the kid, the kid, this is the kind of the B plot or the mm-hmm. C plot mm-hmm. of the episode. Um, the kid who's overweight, father, is having back problems, but he shows up on his bike and he's like, oh. You guys are going to fly fast? I can't. I can't go. My dad's a fat piece of shit. Oh my god. I can't go. I it's can't like, go. Christ. Yes. Um, it worked. It worked. It did. It did work. It did work. Um, they probably don't want three people. You're right, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't let they don't allow that. One time they turned my dad and I away because they said my dad counted as two people. <laughs> Oh my what god! Me, me, a verifiably fat person. Oh <laughs> my... All these fat jokes. Oh my god! Definitely getting defensive. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck! Um, I am glad. I don't know if we've talked about this yet, but 
I am very glad that the fucking mom of the comatose kid was like, you're being weird. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Hart confronts Amy. The reason I'm glad for that is because I was already very sick and like thought that plot was overdone of like her being obsessed and feeling guilty, like and all this shit. I'm like, just am I going to have to watch her be perky in a hospital for a hundred years? I'm glad that the lady was like, listen. And get the hell out of here. And she's also like, I'm not asking you, Amy. Yes. I am commanding you right away. <laughs> and right. if you don't, I will fight you. Yes. I'll put you in a coma. <laughs> right. But not at this hospital. Because <laughs> it would be. Jeez, can you imagine this perky mm-hmm. ass girlfriend? Like, oh, I slept here and here's this. That I, I'd be like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Get out of my face. I just got up. Oh man, yeah. I mean, terrible! You know it's rough for Amy to hear that, but totally, I, but I, I come get. Come on, she's so yeah. Like bad. take it easy. This guilt plotline, I am so bored by because I predicted it at the fucking beginning of the goddamn show. I'm like, that no, is what it's for her. Be. It's not like wait for her. It's not really. Is it like guilt? Yes. About saying the I, I, about saying I love you. Are you no? Right, someone who has the guilt complex. Adam, are it. you? pretending that you don't know what she she feels guilty about. She kissed somebody else. She likes Ephraim. Oh, I guess he already knows. Maybe Ephraim and her never see each other again. And that's the end of the (laughs) storyline. Ephraim moves to New York after this episode. If we were to be watching this, like as a viewer of the only the things I've seen, she feels guilt because she's started falling for Ephraim back at the piano song Mm -hmm. thing. She started falling for him back then. And so she feels guilt over the fact that she's already wanting him, but has to feel obligated and does love this other kid, but it's different now. She's moved on. Get she's over like, it. She's like, oh, I don't I'm have so... to love a douchebag. Right. I mean, yeah, we all kind of know that guy was kind of dopey. Hung out with Chris Pratt of all people. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he sucks. So seriously, though, like I that plot line is so boring to me. I'm like, please, thank you. All right, done. She only kissed that for him like two episodes ago. Well, no, one episode ago. One episode ago, it's true. So uh, you know, I think, but yes, I we can agree that it was good yes. that Mrs. Hart called out Amy yes. and told her to go home. <laughs> yes, I loved it. I slept here. I've slept here for two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. night there. It's rough. <laughs> Fly fishing, some physical comedy with Doctor Rabbit. What a goofball! Is one scene in the episode. <laughs> Yeah. One moment, fucking. So what was he dropping doing? the fish? Yeah, dropping yes. the fishing rod and then just like pulling, pulling the line. Fish line. Right. Like... right, I think I got something. Right. To me, it seemed like it got caught on him. Like he was mistakenly thinking he caught something, but it came oh, around on him. Yeah. That's what I said when he dropped yeah. it because it was came no... so close. He was just pulling it up from there was, himself. But there was no reveal. Right? He there just was kept no pulling reveal. the line until the camera cut away. <laughs> that was so funny. That's great. That was yeah. so. They played his music <laughs> while he was doing it too. Also, yep, his musical game completely unrelated to that but just a funny moment that i forgot to mention earlier (laughs) just like the ongoing joke of andy not being able to cook but the fucking dirty ass counter when he was just trying to make waffles he's just trying to make waffles it was so gross 
And he made like two waffles. Did you? Just, it was like, here's my two waffles. Yes. And it was and an explosion. Like, kind like, of burnt. What happened? That was the scene where Jacob was like, hey, don't take your father like that. But then at the end of the scene, you <laughs> made the very funny observation that like as after they left, it looked like Andy was putting his hand yes. in the waffle. <laughs> it did. He like so deliberately like, like, lifted it and down. put his head down under. And I'm like, oh, is he that upset? And he just put his head. Is he miming? Because, like, because who checks like on a waffle like that after 20 <laughs> seconds of putting it in the, the waffle iron? Yeah. Um, oh. We got all these references to new Andy. Jacob's kind mm-hmm. of like a jerk about it, mm-hmm. calling him the, yeah. the furry, not even the furry PTA waffle making Andy. Um, and and he can, saying to it's a really some tough scenes. And when yeah. he says to Andy, like, "You don't know what the hell you're doing, do you?" Excuse me. You ground him for uh, wanting to go to a party on Saturday night, but you let him quit studying the piano. That's not right. I'm not going to force him to play. Why not? He's not doing anything around here. He has no friends, he has no life, and you're just going to sit back and watch because you don't want to force him? What the hell kind of parenting is that? Look, I didn't ask for your criticism, Jacob, and I happen to be doing the best I can. It's not good enough. Well, that's a hell of an assumption after 24 hours. Hey, don't play offended with me. You never took an interest in that boy, and it's finally catching up with you. Thank God my daughter's not alive. No, she's not alive, and it hasn't been particularly easy in her absence. So I would appreciate just a little bit of understanding from you. Particularly since you are a guest in my house. You know, you're right. This hasn't been easy on any of us. But I'll be damned if I'm going to let you undo everything my daughter did for those children. I'll be damned if I'm going to let you undo everything my daughter did for those children. That's really harsh. Oh, God, I forgot to say this in the last episode, but it was like something that like... I did like, and that kind of reminded me of it, like, just like him with the anniversary, and it's not even appropriate, because we're not talking about this episode, but it's just like, it was nice to have, like, a reminder of, like, this guy is going through, like, a terrible thing. You know, with all the other stuff that's going on, like, this is definitely, like... Always nice to be reminded of the pilot. That people's wives die sometimes. (laughs) That that guy's wife is dead yeah and you know this is so embarrassing but i can't i already can't remember what she died of was it like a car accident, car accident yeah. okay yeah, all right. okay i couldn't the remember if it was a disease rose. or something they were trying okay. she was trying to get to the piano recital or whatever oh that's right okay Speaking i could not picture how the heck that was yeah. told jacob thinks ephraim needs to take piano lessons mm-hmm. he thinks it's a waste waste of his talent for him not to be taking piano lessons why do I bring that up and highlight it? No reason. <laughs> You're asking us about our parenting. Anything. Have you made your no. children take piano lessons? If Is not, Carmen you suck. <laughs> Is Harvey taking bongo lessons? As Get out of my life and stop telling me how to parent my children. Archer wrote to me. Archer said he'd like to take nose flute lessons. (laughs) Oh no, Archer wants to move to Pittsburgh. (laughs) (laughs) We've talked about it. We haven't made any decisions. (laughs) But we've just talked about him moving here to Pittsburgh to take nose flute lessons. Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Um. 
what did I write here? Ephraim sneak to party. Yes, Ephraim sneak Ephraim to party. Ephraim sneak to party. That was a scene all on its own Ephraim. for some reason. Yes, exactly. That was the fucking weirdest. Him climbing scene. down. Yes, yeah. like I I'm guess. I'm gonna kill myself for a kager. Yeah. And then he just drops down. Yeah, and he's it like, was mm-hmm. like eight feet. I'm like, really? You're gonna kill yourself? What? Yeah, but he's, he's a sheltered New Yorker kid. This is oh, his first man. time. Like, also, all you kids town. out there listening, don't hang on to the gutters. They will rip off of the house, <laughs> and your parents will be even madder. That's true. Don't. They are not weight bearing <laughs> structures. Do not hang on gutters. That's true kids let's see here oh he says he says i swear i saw an actual coyote standing in line for <laughs> I, I laughed at that that's good it's a good line mm-hmm. but i but it's real we'll find that out in the next episode <laughs> <laughs> nice. the, the 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 party coyote is what they call it i love that the, the random guy walks by and like offers to show amy like how to do a body shot yeah but then like right afterwards he's like how about you dude yeah. i'm like Ephraim should just say yes like yeah, yeah. i'll do a body shot yeah. yep. yes. that's so great like suddenly bisexual uh-huh. territory i would have loved that has has anybody on this podcast ever been to a party like that i've never been to a cake are you kidding me i haven't either i do it every weekend <laughs> They have keggers without you knowing. So yeah, now. sorry. Awkward. That's now I feel like Dr. Brown around the keys. Yeah. Is. You better start feeling that way. I'm going to jab you in the back or somebody. You're going to jab no, him I'm in the back. Jab jag. Jag. You're going to jag him in the no, back. No, 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 no. You're the reverend. Oh, okay. Oh, I do have the hugs. I'm the, the Tyson chicken horny lady. <laughs> <laughs> Um, at the party, Amy tells Ephraim, maybe you should move on. Yikes. Yeah. Gregory Smith gets to do some drunk acting, which <laughs> I think is okay. It was all right. Well, <laughs> right, but, but here's the thing. Us being like, it's fine, is pretty good, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Considering, yes. Like, because like it could be like really, as really bad. As soon as it started, yeah. I'm like... Oh no! But he did a he did a fine yes. it was job. Fine. He didn't mm-hmm. fuck it up. I like his little like grin on his face when he says, "Well, yeah, toss me a Heineken." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, drunk acting. Uh, oh man, oh man. New York. Yes, I'm going to go to New York with his grandparents. I don't know. I I forget. <laughs> what was Amy doing in the grocery store on Sunday morning? Yeah, for real. Amy was buying condoms for her brother to wear. <laughs> condoms for her brother to wear. You got it. You nailed it. Okay, so we've got Ephraim is turf. And there's a war about <laughs> Ephraim. Mm-hmm. We also have Delia. Delia is kind of like turf. Mm-hmm. All right. Delia's dumbest moment in this episode is when she is when they're working on yep. Edna's uh-huh. car and, and you just hear her say, I think stuck. I'm stuck. Yeah. yeah. Like, are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. 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 And then this wow. 97 year old woman is able to free you from underneath the car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, we forgot to talk about Jacob saying to Ephraim after hearing that he kissed a girl whose boyfriend was in a coma. He was like, you think you are Russell Crowe? Crow? Yeah, which is weird. And the podcast we were... doesn't know this. We were just talking about Russell Crowe. We were. I brought up off off recording. My one of the biggest questions in my life is: Has Russell Crowe ever met Tim Allen? 
We were talking about that for a while. Right. I, I totally, I had no idea he was going to come up in this episode. Oh, mm-hmm. wait a second. That's not as surprising. Adam totally knew he was going to come up in this <laughs> no, episode. No, I didn't. I did not know. I forgot. Guys, he um, knew. <laughs> so Edna and Nani kind of fight over Delia. I loved that dynamic, by the way. Mm-hmm. Those two yeah. women did such a good job. Yes. I agree. Mm-hmm. I love Nani's like, like, let's go to this poetry night at mm-hmm. Mama Joy's. We're going to take a 10 minute intermission, everybody. Um, uh, don't, don't go nowhere. <laughs> okay. This is uh, Everwood's cultural epicenter. The local video star carries Run, Lola, Run. Sweetheart, stop fussing with them. You get a run. You keep on falling down. Why don't you just take them off? Because she's from New York, where women gladly suffer for beauty. Her legs are really sweaty. Hey, hey, hey. Let's see who's up next. Hmm? How many hmm? more people are there? What's the matter? You don't like the show? It might be over her head. My granddaughter enjoyed the Nutcracker at Radio City. And Carmen at the Met. She can stay awake while the town's best spellers recite atop a deep fryer. That may be, but it's not going to get me better. I say we amscrack. It's impolite to leave the theater before the performance is over. We're not in a theater. I'm sitting on an onion ring. It's a question of manners, which I am trying to teach my granddaughter. The kid is full of manners. She says please and thank you and doesn't burp in public. What else do you need to know? You may not see the need to close your mouth while you chew, but the Hoffmans have higher standards. There. Can I have a Sunday now? Well, the local video store carries Run Lola Run. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Oh Which is God. so good. Mm-hmm. Edna watches a lot of movies, I think. Yes. She's always referencing films. Yes. I love that she knows Run Lola Run. Like, yeah. And that's her definition of like art culture. culture. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> um, by the way, tonight's episode brought to you by Mama Joy's weekly interpretive dance show. Yes. Please, Please wear, wear deodorant. deodorant. <laughs> good that was so excellent i love that unlike wendell wendell is not invited oh because wendell <laughs> yep. doesn't wear deodorant mm-hmm. we learned that in the last episode well that also just sounded like a mean thing that a mean jerky <laughs> oh, girl course. said yeah but i t- i believe her yeah I do. <laughs> yeah okay What's her name? Kayla? Michaela? who Kayla? gives a fuck she sucks is it mcgilla <laughs> she was terrible mcgilla Michaela. Kayla. Um, Edna, <laughs> Edna clarifies that Mama Joy's is not a theater. Quote, I'm sitting, sitting on an onion ring. ring. Yeah, I, I love, love the idea that. that she knows she's sitting on an onion ring, but that's yep. not something like <laughs> Yeah, that's not an onion ring. Yep. It's classic Edna. But that, yeah, that's such a lovely scene, lovely moment when mm-hmm. Edna is kind of like sweet with, with, with Nani and mm-hmm. vice versa. Isn't she an angel? That she is. She looks so much like my Julia. Such soft features. Your daughter was a beautiful woman. Dr. Brown keeps a photograph of her on his desk. Oh. She'll forget her. She's too young, her memories will fade. Ephraim's won't, but Delia? Not right. How will she ever know how lucky she was? What a wonderful mother she had. You'll remind her. I can't. I'm not here. She's only been here a few months and already out. 
She's growing up so fast. I don't know what she likes anymore. What to buy her. <laughs> Not that I ever knew what to buy this one. Fiercely independent. Tell me about it. You'll tell me about it. She likes you. You have a lot in common. It's good. Yeah, something tells me she's not going to forget you, Nani. She has your chin, you know. Look at that. I never noticed that before. She does. And they're they're sweet with each other, yes. But yeah. when Edna says like she has your chin, that the actress playing uh, playing Nani like just has this great little moment of just like a small little like pride in herself. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. right, I didn't notice she does have my chin. It's really cute. Um, that was. I'm looking at I'm looking at IMDb. Ooh. Ruth Hoffman, played by Doris Bellack. Black. Black. Um, oh, she died October 4th, 2011. Aww. In Manhattan. She was yeah. born in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. She died in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was in Tootsie. She was in What About Bob? Really? Whoa! Dr. Tomsky. Listeners, I'm wearing a What About Bob t shirt yeah, right now that in is honor bizarre. of Doris Balak. <laughs> she also did a voice in Grand Theft Auto 4. Good for her. What? <laughs> Was it the main character, Nico? <laughs> <laughs> no, she did the voice of Mrs. McReary. Okay. Um, Mark Rydell was born in New York City. He's still alive. He Is played, this Jacob? Uh, he played Jacob, yeah. All right, he's still but, alive. Nobody cares. But again, uh, these are both just alternate identities of Mel Brooks. Yep, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, she has your chin. Great little moment. And then the only other thing is fat ass Mike. <laughs> oh God, Jesus Christ! Yep. Check out Mike's eyes, by the way, guys. Mm-hmm. Did you just notice Mike's eyes? Wait, just saying that because I said ice while blue eyes. It, what he looks like you if you were fat. Oh, that's must You've be nice eyes. <laughs> yeah, nice eyes, Eric. <laughs> I think I know that guy from Twin Peaks. I think he was in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Okay. All right, I'll look it up. Why would I look it up for everybody else? Was he fat-ass Mike in Twin Peaks? No, Mike O'Connell. Yes, Walter Okowicz. His profile picture on IMDb is from his... He's He plays Jacques Renault in Twin Peaks. Does he play the, the plastic that the body is wrapped in? Wrapped in plastic. <laughs> That's the only thing I know about Twin Peaks, and I've seen like five episodes. We've tried to watch it a few times. <laughs> Everwood's yeah. better than Twin Peaks. Good. Twin Peaks is basically if Everwood was directed by David Lynch. Uh, you know. Wow. Um, okay. So true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> Anything we want to say about poor Mike? It is. It's a. It's kind of. It's a bummer of a. It is definitely a storyline. The poor kid is so worried about his dad. Yeah. His dad's resistant to like getting help. I don't know. What is there to say about it? Uh. Fat people suck. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm fat. I'm so fat. I'm fat too. I am fat too. And I, the, the, it's hard for me to comment on this because I feel like too, it's too personal. Like I have myself been trying to change my health habits because of my children. Yeah. 
you've told me about that. So I was watching it and I was like, oh man, like KT's a parent and yeah. they have like talked to me about like how that has affected their kind of. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's hard. It was hard. Cause like, I definitely didn't judge him, but I felt really bad for the kid. Mm-hmm. Like, so that was a hard, that was a hard one. I mean, he has back problems. It is not easy to lose weight when you have back problems. It is scary to have surgery it sucks to fail. Like I thought, I mean, right. It seems kind of tacked on to the episode, but like, like it didn't feel like it necessarily gelled with the whole thing. It was kind of like they were trying to do house or something. Well, I don't no, know. Like, no. well the original title of the episode was surf and turf wars. <laughs> and there was a whole storyline. Like he, he was part of an eating competition. Okay. And keep everyone... going. Keep going. I'm listening. <laughs> I'm waiting. <laughs> yeah, Jacob and Nani weren't even in it at all at first. <laughs> the original A storyline. Oh my goodness. What was he watching on TV? Who? Oh yeah, Fat he watched ass Mike. He watched a lot of TV. I'm just wondering. No, no, no. It was just all audio. Oh, yeah. Well, 2002, I think he was probably watching Fast Lane on Fox. Okay. I think you're right. I used to jerk off to that show. I have no idea. It sounds like a car show. Do you really? It was like, a car show. Yeah. But it was like a, sex, a sexy car show. It oh. sounds great. Was that Reverend guy on it from the last episode? Um. Wait, which guy? Oh, Reverend Keys. Reverend Hives. Reverend, no. <laughs> Reverend Hives. <laughs> Fast Lane was an American action slash crime drama series that was broadcast on Fox from September 18th, 2002 to April 25th, 2003. Wow. Ooh, that so is... It was exactly the right time. He could have been watching Fast Lane. I think what he was. F- <laughs> it's got the guy. It's got the guy. You know, the guy from uh, Twilight. Uh, which I've never seen. Dakota Fanning. <laughs> She and Twilight? I think so. I I one of those the Fanning sisters. I don't think it's Elle Fanning. I don't know enough. Elle I was too young. I think I think we're done talking about Turf Wars. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um no, oh, you know what? I realized what? Andy taking the money from Mike's kid mm-hmm. was actually a really smart move, right? Yeah. Like he could have mm-hmm. he could have just been like I'm not taking it, please go, but taking it with like thinking ahead, it. like I'm gonna give this back to yeah. the father. Yep. Mm-hmm. That was like his mm-hmm. last card. Um and it worked. Maybe he is a genius. <gasps> he should be a neurosurgeon. Neurosurgeon. <laughs> he should be on fast lane. <laughs> surgeon. We it's so late. It is we, late. But hey, we had to make it to November eleventh. Yeah. And now it is officially as we say this, it's November 11th, 18 years later. Wow. 18 years later when this aired. We, mm-hmm. 18 years. I was six years old back then, guys. You were not six. <laughs> <laughs> I'm older than you, Adam. Adam just sounded it for a second, though. That was great. No. God damn it. You're my um, only friend, Adam, that's not older than me. <laughs> that might be true. It's basically true. I think it, it is pretty yeah. true. Wait, that's not older than you. Yeah. yeah. You're younger than me. I'm the only one who's younger than you. Mm-hmm. How old are you? Uh, 30, what, four, I think. Yes. Yeah, I am younger than you. Mm-hmm. Well, gripping podcast material here. <laughs> 
Uh, let's give her ratings. I oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, shit. Turf Wars. I think I was a a four coming into it, which isn't bad. I think a four is it's good. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll give it a five while watching. Uh, because I do really like the Hoffmans. I like the actors playing the Hoffmans, yeah. and I like it. It's tense, yes, and it does end. Like, it doesn't end with any nice narration from mm-hmm. Irv. But, uh, yeah, I think it's solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and afterwards, I will go ahead and give it a five, because it's Everwood, and I love Everwood. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen On Cinema at the Cinema? Nope. Uh, Don't know what that is. It's so good. Tim Heidecker and Craig Turkington in a like movie review show on adult swim, but like every, literally every rating they give for every movie is just five stars. They're like five. Like they, they pretend to be like, we're like, we're film aficionados and we're like, we know what we're talking about, but they're just idiots yeah. and they just love every movie. Mm-hmm. That's um, awesome. So funny. Anyway, like four, things. five, five for me, four, five, five. Eric? All right, five going in for me. We just did one right before this, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I need more Everwood. Let's do it, mm-hmm. even though it's late. So five coming in. Yes. I'd say during, like, it might even be down to like a 3.5 because Whoa. not enough Dr. Abbott. Oh, that's oh, so that's true. true. We did get more Delia back in. She was She was strangely absent in the last one, but not enough Dr. Abbott. I'm mm. sorry. Yeah, that's fair. But everybody did a great job. Listen, it's not a one. It's not a one. It's a 3.5. And there we'll was a little bit of... Yeah. We'll round it up. All right. We'll round it up to 3.75. <laughs> and then uh, afterwards, I'm going to give it a five. <gasps> Final star rating. Because you know what? Things are just great. <laughs> <laughs> Things are great. You never would. Colorado. Mm-hmm. All right. KT. All right. I will the obviously rating this time. The last rating <laughs> is not your <laughs> anticipation rating for the next episode. Yeah, but you get to right. give that right now. You wanted to give it at the end of last time. This right now, the first now, star rating you're now, about to give that. is what was think your that. anticipation. You oh, wanted five. to tell us something. Yes. Five. Five. Yay! Yes, five. Definitely for real. Um, I was very excited to see what was going to happen because I really like Everwood. Um, <laughs> during which I <laughs> was... You just don't see the gun that I've paid your <laughs> oldest son to hold to your heads <laughs> while we record this. <laughs> I, so you know what sucks? I was going to say, I was going to say like 4.55 during, but then you pointed out that Dr. Abbott isn't in it, and he's like really mm-hmm. one of my favorites. But the thing is, I have to really, I admire personally, this is a personal, obvious review. So the 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 parents, the st- the in-laws did such a great job mm-hmm. that I like I loved the interactions of the of Nani and Edna. Edna. I I thought that the the grandfather obviously just showed so much genuine concern for the kid and, mm. and trying to like get that across in such a cool way. Like, and so with something that could so easily be painted as like in-laws stupid, it was so much more nuanced. So I'm going to say five during, mm-hmm. I'm going to say five. Yeah. Dr. Abbott. And then afterwards, just fucking five you guys. Cause every time we talk about everything, it makes me like it more. 
So that's five, why five, we're five. doing this. No one's ever going to hear this, but it enriches our <laughs> experience of everyone. Yes. Um, well, that's awesome. I will change my last, my retrospective rating to a four because there's not enough Dr. Abbott in the episode. Yeah. Four, five, four. Yeah. Um, or not. Uh, it's all fives, really, for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> It's everywhere. Respect the integrity of the rating system. Okay. Not everything can be fives. I try. Well, Not everything mm-hmm. can be fives. I know. I don't know where to remove my points for Dr. Abbott. I don't know what to do. You're principled, though. Yeah, I, I get it. Not everything can be episode six, you know. Yeah. But episode nine was pretty good. Yes, it was. So uh, Next episode is called, Is There a Doctor in the House? Which, like... Mm-hmm. They've had the great Dr. Brown. Mm-hmm. Then they had the Doctor is in, mm-hmm. which was the episode that we loved. And now, is there a doctor in the house? What do you think? Oh, oh, I know what it is. This is a body snatcher episode, and Hugh Laurie is going to show up. Nice. Uh-huh. And then Wendell is going to do some right <laughs> and take over <laughs> Hugh Laurie's body. Whoa. Uh-huh. Yep. And then Dana Carvey is going to be doing the voiceover <laughs> For Hugh Laurie. Wow. While Wendell is control, like the actor who plays Wendell has an earpiece in Hugh Laurie's ear, so he's telling him how to move. Wow. All right. That's yes. weirdly close. <laughs> I don't know. This is so dumb, this, these doctor <laughs> titles. These doctor titles. It's like, yeah, they're doctors. Like, I'm tired of predicting doctor titles. <laughs> Episode 12, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Exactly. Here's the thing. Is there a doctor in the house? It's four question marks in the really? episode title. For real? <laughs> no. Oh. Wouldn't that be weird? Is there a doctor in the house? In the house? Well, yeah. Like, is there a okay. doctor? I have no in idea. The- in the house. like well because like the, th- the cliffhanger that just happened was that maybe Ephraim's gonna leave could it be related to like how would the doctor in the guys I don't know I have no idea Is maybe it's about doctor? realty mm, or house music that's a genre of music I'm gonna figure this out <laughs> you're gonna like, figure it out front yes. of house staff at a theater <laughs> I can't figure it out. You keep talking. Uh, I, I just noticed, I've been misreading it. It's, is there a doctor in the mouse? Uh, Andy fucks a mouse. <laughs> oh, A okay. deer mouse? He well, fucked a deer. I would have guessed that one. Now he's going to fuck a mouse. The white-footed deer mouse. <laughs> if you give a mouse a cock. A cocky. A cocky. <laughs> he'll want uh, your milk. Yikes. Oh, no. <laughs> what are we doing? I don't know. It's late. <laughs> it is late. All I right. need to go take my medicine. This has been Everwood, Never Wouldn't. Um, we'll close it out with... Um, it can't be bongos. No, it can't be. What What can we do? You guys do body shots off of each other. And bagels. He's <laughs> talking about New York bagels in the show. It's got to be bagels. <laughs> Oh, don't puke, man. Oh, 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 oh.
You guys, we've never done a body shot ever. Can you? T- <laughs> and now I've done so many. I know. Wow. Your kids come behind you. They're like, we can't sleep. What is the sound? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody. Bye.